You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. The San Diego Padres, as we know, are looking toward next season, but they did something to really get fans probably more excited about 2017 than we originally thought with uh, calling up several top prospects, and they did it all at one time. Uh, let's talk to AJ Casavell about that. I'm Allison Twitter. AJ, um, yeah, every name on there was like somebody that we've talked about a lot, and um, this gives Padres fans something to pay attention to, right? Yeah, the last couple weeks of the season are going to be pretty fun. I think I think you're going to see all four of these guys: uh, Hunter Renfro, Manny Margot, Austin Hedges, Carlos Suarez. I think you're going to see all four of them get some significant playing time, uh, which makes the last couple weeks of the season definitely worth watching because they're, they're guys that the Padres feel if they're going to make a run uh, a couple of years from now, uh, they're going to need these guys to perform. So these guys could be an integral part of what the organization's trying to do. Uh, so, hey, it, it makes the last couple of weeks of the season exciting because there's something to watch, something that's some unknown. The other interesting thing, I think, is that all four of these guys, Andy Green has said, have the chance to compete for a roster spot or even a, essentially a starting spot next season. So this is like kind of the early audition for them. They'll obviously get spring training as well, but there's, there's kind of a lot on the line in these last couple of weeks, even though the games don't necessarily mean that much. Yeah, so they um, obviously they played, they were in the playoffs. Their AAA team, I guess, was in the playoffs. Because um, this is why it, it didn't surprise me. I mean, I understand how that works. Like they want to, they want these guys to finish out their season. Um, it's just so it's so late in the season. I mean, there's like 10, 11 games left. Um, and so that does seem a little bit later than usual um, just to have like so many guys called up at one time. Yeah. And one of the things was uh, with, with Austin Hedges, he had a kind of a little bit different of a situation because he had played last season. He's not technically a prospect. Uh, otherwise, they would have we could say four top prospects. And I just have to say four top youngsters now. But mm-hmm. uh he played enough last season that uh, his service time was kind of in question. So they, if, if they held him out till September 15th, uh, they would get an extra year of team control. Now they say they want to get the kids experience, and obviously they do. But that's that's a nice that's a nice side benefit, and I'm sure they they, they had that in mind when they when they made these decisions. But Austin Hedges, uh, they'll have an extra year of team control on him. They get him through 2022 uh, now. So I think that was that was uh, September 15th was the deadline for that. Then the rest of the guys, I mean. They they kind of they've been talking a long time about establishing winning culture in the minor leagues, and they were talking about that really before the Chihuahuas kind of made this run. So uh, it makes sense they're kind of just backing up their words as to what they were talking about uh, then to, to let these guys. I mean, they won the Pacific Coast League championship uh, against over the Oklahoma City Dodgers over the weekend. Uh, the AAA championship game it's kind of just it's just a one game thing, and they ended up losing it to Scranton Wilkes Barre, but. Um, it, it, it ends up being uh, pretty much exactly what they had talked about over the summer before they even did the Chihuahuas to be in this position, kind of like a a way that these guys could play together and build together. And, uh, and you know what? I'm, I'm sure we'll get to talk to them today, and they'll, they'll say something to the effect of how influential and impactful it was to be able to play all those games together. Yeah, I, I mean, I think it's I think there's so much importance that you can place on – Winning in the minor leagues. Now, I mean, when you have a team that loses a lot on the major league level and, you know, a handful, at least two, three of their minor league affiliates are in the playoffs, sometimes they win their championship or their league, um, that bodes well, obviously, for the future. I mean, there's a lot of very talented uh, players on, on those teams that eventually, theoretically, are supposed to be playing for the Padres someday. Um, but learning how to win in the minor leagues is, I mean, it's a different 
it's it's very important. And I'm always fascinated by it. And I'm not. I can't remember if we talked about this before, but I find it fascinating because, like, what are you doing in the minor leagues um, differently than what you might do in the major leagues? Like, are you learning how to move runners over, or are you trying to get to the big leagues so badly that you're trying to hit one out all the time? And I don't know if organizational philosophies have to stay the same throughout. How do you prevent like a, a young guy from like trying to you may maybe get out of his game a little bit that he would need to be in the major league level to learn how to be a player in the minor league level? Does that make any sense? Yeah, I think I I, the Padres in the Padres case, what they did was they essentially said, "Hey, we're not we're not going to be calling these youngsters up until their season's over." So they gave them. Uh, there was no, oh, I, I better do this this week so I can get called up next week. That was kind of never in those guys' heads. Right. Uh, so they, I, I think the interesting point you bring up about winning in the minor leagues, and I'll, I'll go back to a story. Uh, before I worked at Omi.com, I worked at the Altoona Mirror, and I covered the Altoona Curve, uh, the Pirates double-A team. The Pirates had been on on the stretch of, I think it was like their 19th out of like 21 consecutive losing seasons or whatever it was. That team won the Eastern League Championship. And then, sure enough, two years later, the Pirates are in the playoffs, and now they're one of the more well more well run organizations in baseball. And wow! I've, thought, I've talked to those guys. I've talked to those guys a few times since, and they say, "Yeah, it helped us being it helped it helped us having won that championship." And they kind of withstood at the end of the season. They were ten games up, and they were only three games up after like a losing streak or something like that. And then they ended up uh, pulling away. So they learned how to deal with the grind of the season. And I can almost guarantee you the El Paso players will say the same thing. Uh, they had kind of a similar scenario where they were winning by – they should have won the division by about 10 or 11 games. They only ended up winning it by like four. So and now whether that's actually true or whether that's in those guys' heads, and, and whether, we can't really quantify that. But there, there is definitely something to building a winning team and a winning culture. And also the one thing that's worth pointing out is winning's, winning's more fun, obviously. So it, right. if – if if you're trying to teach guys how to play the game the right way, how to move runners over, how to do their job, as opposed to trying to stand out, it's easier to do so if you're winning games, and that's what that's what El Paso. That's that I'm sure that helped El Paso. Yeah, no, I think it's um, I think there's a lot to look forward to with the Padres. I don't know when it's going to happen, but the more you read about these guys and see what they're doing. Uh, I don't know. I just think that there's a lot of hope for the future. So, um, okay, good stuff. AJ, thank you so much. uh, We're almost done with these, so we'll talk to you next week, I think, for the last time this season. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go. Every night, on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details.